Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Bide Trend 2024. Four more years. Four more <laughs> years. Just thought I'd keep the energy going that we had before we started recording. Woo-hoo. We'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow. But Becca, you're, you're psyched, you were saying. I'm you're so like, thanks, stuck. God. <laughs> oh, he's so old. He's, he's so literally old. so old. I just, I guess as... As a woman of color in this country, I don't know what it's like to have that type of power and to aspire to that type of power because it's never been modeled for me. So I just don't get the idea of not wanting to rest. You know, you get to a certain age and don't you just want to spend time with your grandkids? Just be home. Yeah. Just not work. Nope. What about that age says, I want to be president again for another Oh, come on, man. I tried that, Jack. You're in the Trump administration. Oh. Boring, man. I guess so. Jill got on my nerves. Um, <laughs> kept falling off my bike. Uh, yeah, it's wild. It'll be um, interesting to see if he survives long enough. Uh, Literally. A little dangerous with the alternative being, you know, it didn't really focus on whether Kamala Harris is going to be his running mate, but that is a pretty important question because yeah. he's so old. When he got sworn in, he was already the oldest person who's ever been president. Um, we're getting four more years. Obviously, people are doing more stuff at older ages than they have historically been able to. But um, I don't know. That's just got a bad feeling about this one. The news that's trending now beyond Joe Biden is people are bidding a fond farewell to Harry Belafonte, R.I.P., to a real one he passed away at 96 from congestive heart failure just kind of going back through his life i knew he was an activist i didn't realize that he supported fidel castro and hugo chavez and like you know he was real uh he he was like a true socialist bankrolled 1960s initiatives to bring civil rights to black americans campaigned against poverty uh, there, there's a cool story our writer Jam was pointing out. There's a documentary called 
the sit-in, Harry Belafonte hosts the Tonight Show. Apparently, like at the height of the popularity of the Tonight Show, Johnny Carson had to take a week off and had Harry Belafonte host the Tonight Show for a week. He's a hugely talented singer, actor, performer, so it makes sense. But also that week he had on guests such as Martin Luther King Jr., Bobby Kennedy, just months before they were both assassinated. Um, Martin Luther King Jr., towards the end of his life, was very much focused on you know, poverty and fighting poverty. It's wild that this happened. It was like a rating success. Yeah. And it's just been completely memory hold. I think it's the thing that we talk about a lot on here that I always say is that like America is allergic to socialism. And I don't think it's necessarily the people themselves that are allergic to socialism. It's the institutions. And so even though a lot of people watched this and took it in, like there was no echo, there was no follow through because I'm sure it was just completely rejected by the mainstream media. Of like, yeah. Th- this and never the happened. Systems at large that stand to fall apart if we were to gather together in socialism. So, yeah. That's incredible. I definitely want to check that out. It seems to be on Peacock. Seems to be on Peacock. Um, but yeah, it also reminds me of like when Bernie was having success and then like, these artificial barriers that stand in the way of people's interest in socialism just kind of rise up. And then it's like, yeah, see, you can't, you can't do that in America because people don't have the appetite. And it's like, do they not? Or is it just like institutionally and structurally built to keep any sort of idea of socialism at bay? Absolutely. Yeah. People are unhappy that there's been some changes. At McDonald's, apparently. They're they're introducing in certain select markets out west more onions seems to be the thing. <laughs> which is just a wild like I, I'm sure it just like taste tested well in their you know laboratory kitchens or whatever. But they're they're putting onions on earlier in the process. So like grilled onions factoring more heavily in all of their burgers. And I don't know, like onions were the thing that I hated the most about food when I was a kid. Like I I was just like, no, fuck onions. Like keep, keep onions away from me. And this is like, wow. Right. Like you, you've always liked onions. I've always been team onions since I was like a baby. I love onions to this day. I'll eat them raw, cooked, sauteed, however you want to give them to me. I'll eat them whatever type. I'm going to eat them. I love them now. But it's just for a food thing that's like so down the middle, like broad, like to to be like our big change is going to be like going real onion heavy. (laughs) Well, it does seem that they want to cook the patties on the same grills as they cook the onions and actually cook the onions. Because I don't know, every time I've been to McDonald's, they are chopped white onions like they're not they're raw. They're not cooked. So I guess they're trying to cook the onions a little bit to get some flavor. But I guess some of the complaint not only has been the flavor, but maybe the cross-contamination with onion allergies. I did not really think about that personally as someone who gobble, gobble, gobbles onions. I did not think it was that common of an allergy, but I guess when you go to somewhere like McDonald's where A, the food feels pretty artificial as it starts, um, you're not anticipating a food allergy when you walk into that type of environment. Yeah. So. Yeah. People who aren't fans of onions are like, it's just harder to get the onions off now. Um, but they're saying it in a very measured way because it's on social media. <laughs> so they're saying 
this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I'm team more onions. I want to, I mean, I try not to eat fast food. Luckily, I live in New York where it's like, you're not running into fast food anywhere, you know? Yeah. I love to cook, but I am a sucker for McDonald's. I am, you know, I grew up in the South, in the pit of all fucking fast food, and I will eat a, you know, spicy McChicken and a spicy, or not a spicy, a um, Mc, whatever, McDouble, put those things together, makes a colloquially known McGangbang. Yeah. Fucking love that shit. And wow. I might have to go ha- get one. I, I just, I feel like that would hurt my jaw. It is not good for you. And every <laughs> facet of the way you eat it, how it feels going down, the aftermath, none of it's good. Yeah. But it feels good on the taste buds. And that's what matters to me. <laughs> Feels good on them taste buds. Um, there's new polling that suggests that the MAGA movement is wildly unpopular, which I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but uh, <laughs> the, the polls can't what make it What does it mind. all mean? Yeah, exactly. It says that only 24% of people are really on board for this. Just 24% of Americans have positive views of the movement, while 45% voice negative views. The 45% number seems low to me. Like that <laughs> is wild. It does seem low. That was the focus of Biden's like announcement video was what's your alternative? These guys. And it does seem like the popularity of the mega movement is less than we thought during the midterms, but we will see because it's like it underperforms at the polls, like with actual votes when it comes to anybody who's not Trump, but then it overperforms when it's Trump. He always gets more votes than anybody's expecting. So we have that to look forward to. Rematch. <laughs> um, rematches are always fun. Sequels are always fun. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire kardashian clan and if you're looking for steamy streams check out grand cayman secrets in paradise the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical caribbean island of grand cayman where the rich come to play but be warned it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long so come check out what's new on hulu this month it's streaming now and it's waiting for you on hulu The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And uh, a couple horrible pieces of news. Uh, There's a Texas school district that has voted to place armed civilians in schools. Love it. Yeah. I mean, it says they would be school marshals. So think like, like, you know, flight marshals. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Would in essence take the place of the hired off-duty officers. They will not wear uniforms, but they will carry a concealed handgun and be a school district employee. According to the school Jesus board documents Christ. reviewed by the Chronicle. Yikes. Like that almost feels worse. Because yeah. it's like you like the students and the staff, are they gonna be no like notified who the marshal is? I think that's kind of like the point of a fire marshal is that like you don't know who they are, but like they're not a cop. So they're just like a civilian dressed like with a, a gun employee with a gun who could go rogue. Yeah. Just always want to introduce a person with a gun to your children's school day as much as possible. Love it. And then there's been like a battle taking place between the college board and right-wing activists and the right-wing activists are getting their way. They are getting changes made to the AP African American Studies course after critics say the agency bowed to political pressure and removed several topics from the framework, including the Black Lives Matter movement, slavery reparations, and queer life. So, but Ugh. yeah, one of the things that I think a lot of people have fallen back on is like, well, it seems like young people have socialist values and like gun control values since they had to like come up at a time of like, you know, now marshals in the school, like armed marshals <laughs> in the school and like having a safe room in your classroom, like seems like a good idea. So the right is really seems to be laser focused on finding ways to adjust that and churn out more right-wing fascists. It all seems like it's part of a plan of like, we get, we gotta, gotta do some work on this generation, you know? Yikes. Yeah. That's my view. <laughs> Big yikes. <laughs> Tucker Carlson, uh, as we mentioned past couple days, fired at Fox News, but apparently welcome on Russian TV. Uh, this is something <laughs> that, that, yeah, I mean, he... His show was always just heavily featured on Russian TV, state TV, because he's, (laughs) you know, constantly making America seem like the worst place on earth, like in ways that tie in nicely with Russian propaganda. And so RT, the broadcaster formerly known as Russia Today, uh, which is banned in dozens of countries because of its 
you know, it's just straight up propaganda. But from their English language Twitter account Monday tweeted, hey, at Tucker Carlson, you can always question more with at RT underscore com. Um, so makes sense. Guessing he's not going to take that job. He'll, he'll probably <laughs> find like a, a podcast on Joe Rogan's network or whatever from which to fuck shit up. But I also, you know, in, in thinking about who is going to replace him, I was like, there's got to be like a shitty replacement that I'm just not thinking of. And somebody was like, oh, Jesse Waters is going to be the next Tucker Carlson. And that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That guy's been just the worst for many years and is young and a misogynist and racist and smug and feels like he's definitely going to get the job. So we'll see. The Cut released their New York It Girl issue. So The Cut used to be New York Magazine. Yeah. And they're the ones who did the etiquette rules where they started off with, you don't have to read every one of your friend's novels. <laughs> uh, so like that, just to give you, you know. an idea of like who, who they are and how down to earth they are. So what, what is their analysis of like who New York's it girl is, or I guess they named 151 women who captured the city's attention. They named over, I think a century. So since like the 1920s, all these different it girls of New York. And as I was kind of like perusing the story, but I feel like they kind of purposely broke it up into like a bunch of different articles to make it a little bit confusing and maybe not highlight the fact that there weren't a ton of women of color. Like as I went through the main article that was like the highlights, it kind of gave you like only from like the fifties to today in these kind of grouped decades, like they're like fifties to seventies, you know, seventies and nineties, nineties to early aughts, early aughts to today. That was like one article. And then they have another article that starts from like the twenties and then another article that starts like today. So it was a little all over the place, but as I was skimming all of it, I kind of was like, what eye of the beholder is it to be a New York it girl? Which is, I guess, the interrogation that the article is trying to push of what does it mean to define a New York City it girl and what that definition has changed over the years. And to me, it is a socialite, obviously. It is the Paris Hiltons of the world. It is someone who has like a natural charisma, who's very beautiful, very vivacious, moving through the world, has an aura about them that just gets them in the door and then they become something just based on their look, but not necessarily has to be a model or whatever. I did notice there were, you know, the women of color they highlighted, I feel like were like obvious, like very, very famous women. Whereas I feel like I, as someone who enjoys and digests a lot of pop culture, did not recognize a lot of these white women. I was like, some of them very obvious. They did highlight Paris Hilton. They highlighted a couple other models that were very famous in the 60s and 70s. They also highlighted like Mick Jagger's wife and things like that. But I'm like, I feel like, why is it like Grace Jones, who's obviously so incredibly famous outside of being like a New York it girl and uh, Patricia Cleveland, also very famous outside of being a New York it girl. Like, why aren't there more beautiful black and brown women? And also I saw no brown women, like no Latinas, no other like ethnicities. It was like only black girls or white girls. It was so crazy. I was like, dumbfounded because New York is such a diverse place. And I just feel like they're talking about a very specific scene that doesn't highlight the true culture. I think that is Nueva York. Mm. So give it a read. I'm very intrigued on your thoughts and your opinions on maybe the diversity or the lack of diversity 
but yeah. And I mean, all the women are beautiful. Congrats, women. You're beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's like New York Magazine, like hipster editors, like Miss America pageant, it feels like. for them. Yeah. And like at the end, when they did the separate article about like, then what does it mean to be an it girl now? Because it is kind of a word that's been thrown around TikTok like all the time. Like, oh, my God, like in your it girl era, trying to be an it girl in New York. It girl, uh, uh, um, and it's like just like more like fun and silly and goofy nowadays, whereas Back then, though, it was like, what does it mean to be like an icon? Like you're at Studio 54. You are like in the scene. You are being invited to these parties. It is it was way more elusive, I think, back in the day to be like a true it girl was like being a supermodel. You know what they considered like, you know, the Naomi Campbell's of the world. But even in their coverage of today's it girls, I felt like there weren't that many. Like it was a little diverse, but not as hmm. diverse as I think it could be. And I especially think women of color are the forefront of what it means to be an it girl in this city. Right. Like we drive fashion, we drive culture, we drive movements. And I think a lot of white women, especially today with TikTok, steal from black women's trends. So I just thought more black and brown women could have been highlighted. Yeah. That's my take. There you go. <laughs> and finally, there's this video that's making the rounds of this guy whose real name is Nicholas Oliverdian. Uh, he faked his own death in America, moved to the UK, adopted just the worst fake British accent, changed his name to Nicholas Rossi and like put a gas mask over his face. to so, like, I don't know if it was like him trying to deal with the fact that he has a bad English accent, <laughs> but it's just an amazing. So he like went and did, he did an interview with a news group. That's like, what do you say to people who, say you are clearly this guy and this is all bullshit and at one point he's like if i if i was that guy would i be able to not stand up and he like tries to stand up and then like falls <laughs> then like backwards falls. it's like a an amazing unintentional comedy performance if you've ever witnessed a four-year-old lying and it just like kind of becomes amusing that's what's happening and they're just like doubling and tripling down yeah this is that but it's okay to laugh at the end he sums it all up by saying that's a right low blow which yeah he's dressed like a cartoon of an english person uh he's got a bow tie like a little lapel pin like little round glasses little yeah yeah uh it's like you know community theater level okay, you have to put together an outfit out of our prop room that make you British guy. I cannot get over how he like falls into his wife's arms and he's like, Ellen, like he just, he's like so upset at the question that they're asking him that he just like, Ellen. And then she's like, all right there, all right there. And it is, I mean, it is very funny. I mean, obviously, he's being accused of very serious crimes, but it is hard not to laugh. Yeah. Looking at this man, like, you can tell he's not using the mask. Like, it's there, but, like, there's no movement of air happening. It, yeah. It's like, it's incredible. on, but he's not inhaling any of it, but he yeah. is, like, doing, like, a weird, like, quick breath thing to make himself sound like he's hyperventilating, which is then, like, steaming up his glasses. I think his wife is, like, having a hard time believing him. At she's various doing the points. best that she can to stand yes. beside him but it's hard yes but like just the audacity <laughs> of his bullshit is truly truly incredible and a great metaphor for america at this stage so uh worth checking out we'll link off to it in the footnotes uh that is going to do it for us 
this afternoon. We're back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.